Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey guys, do you find it difficult sometimes to wait for your girl to have an orgasm? I know it happens because there really is an orgasm gap. Women take a little bit longer to come than guys. But that's okay because there is a solution and that's promescence delay spray. Now, I know a lot of you guys are thinking like, oh, I don't have a getting it up problem. But promescence delay spray is not just for guys with PE. It's for any guy that wants to last longer in bed without having to worry about lasting longer in bed. And that's because it's not going to totally numb you out. And don't worry, it's not going to transfer to your partner. They also have for your partner a whole line of women's products. Try their warming gel. That is what I use and I effing love it. They also have supplements called Vitaflux for both men and women that'll make you both hornier. They sell lube, they sell condoms, they have everything you need for a really hot night of sex. So go to delayspray.com to get all of your promescent products. That's delayspray.com. They have free shipping. They have a 60-day money-back guarantee. And don't worry, your package is going to arrive discreetly, so nobody is going to know what the F you bought. That's delayspray.com. Or just go to the description and click on the link. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous podcast on Instagram or Twitter or your podcast app, on the podcast app, just follow me, subscribe on YouTube. If you haven't followed me on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. You can also DM me there if you want to be on the show or email me at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. The information on how to do all those things that I just said is in the description. The show is called Strictly Anonymous because I change everybody's voices. Everybody's voices is changed. If you want to be on the show because you have like an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about or even not so secret, but it's interesting and you want to be on the show while remaining anonymous, like I said, I change everyone's voices email me, DM me on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous or email me Strictly Anonymous Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to call in and leave confession because you want to get something off your back, you could call my confessions hotline. That number is 347-420-3579, 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. You have four minutes to leave a message. If you need more time, just call back. I change the voices on those confessions as well. And all of that stuff is aired on my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The lowest tier is like $5. You could cancel anytime. And it's super fun because you get all of these episodes early ad free. Plus you see all the anonymous pics of all of mostly all of my guests, mostly all of the girls. I don't think there's like one female that's called in that hasn't sent me in an anonymous pic and they're hot pics, not X-rated. You're not going to see porn on Patreon, but you see sexy pics. If you want to join my Patreons, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. My anonymous confessions are there too. Now today I have on Smooch. Don't you love that name? I love that name. Smooch is a guy who was like, by the time he got married to his girl, she had like had sex with half his guys in the bridal party <laughs> or the groomsmen, you know, half his groomsmen. This is a guy who has been with his girl, now his wife. They've been married for a couple of years, but they were together for a long time. Like they're that couple that got together very early on in like grade school or high school, like the beginning of high school. And they've been together ever since. It's like 11 years now. He's still, he's only 28 now. But like I said, he's been with his girl for a long time because they met when they were super young. And eventually... 
he got her to start sleeping with his friends. Now, it didn't, I say eventually, because like in the beginning, he talks about how when they were super young and first got together, he was very jealous and abusive and very like paranoid that she was going to go hook up with somebody else. He wound up cheating on her. I was like, maybe it was a projection. She caught him. But eventually, somehow, they worked through all of that stuff. And then he wound up turning that jealousy into something that turned him on. At one point, he started to think of his friend with her, and he told her, and then he somehow managed to get a friend to come over, and it all started from there. First, it was a blowjob, then it was full-on sex, to that now they have threesomes and foursomes, and there was a threesome with a girl coworker that happened recently that was like top of the mountain for him, but he does talk about all the friends, how that all happened, their arrangements, quote-unquote, that they have with their regular bulls. One of them happens to be like one of his buddies who was like dating her best friend. And she's like, he was like her favorable because he had a really big dick (laughs) since she was into it. And he just talks all about it. They've been together since the dawn of time. She's another one of these girls that, you know, screws all his friends. And even she just had sex with her girl coworker recently, but she's not down with him being with anyone else, but he's totally okay with that. He explains why he's okay with that. He talks all about all of their experiences. He's a true cuck in that he loves seeing his girl with other people, but he loves to be involved. So like maybe what is that called? A stag? I don't know. He gets involved too. There's a lot of threesome action. There's some foursomes in this story. There's a lot. So I'm going to be right back on with Smooch. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hi, Smooch. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. I like your name. Hey, thanks, Kathy. Thanks for having me on. This is just a great opportunity for me. Yeah, I know that you said that you love seeing your wife hook up with your buddies. How did you get your wife to hook up with your buddies? Okay, like, how does that happen? Well, half of the groomsmen at my wedding Mm -hmm. railed my wife by the time of that wedding. Okay, so it happened way before you even got married. Okay, now, Smooch, how long have you been with your wife? Let's, like, get a little backstory here real quick. 11 years, married for two. Okay, so, and how old are you guys now? I am about to turn 28. Okay, so you're young. You sound older. So you guys have been together a long time. Yeah, I was 16 and we met at the same school. Oh, my goodness, you're like babies. No wonder why you well, had to go fuck thanks. other people. <laughs> I would have fucked my husband's friends, too, if I was in my 20s married. <laughs> this is so young. So wait a second. Like, when do you start passing her around or like to your friends? I'm assuming it happens because you said she had been with so many people before you guys got married. So when does she start hooking up with your friends? That started in high school, became like a fantasy of mine. I actually started out pretty emotionally abusive, I would say. Just trying to restrict her activities as much as, as much as I could. Just fixated on like keeping her for, for myself. My my biggest fear in life is to to be alone. You have abandonment so, issues. I, no, not really. Well, you just said my biggest fear is to be alone, and you were like holding on so tight because you didn't want her to leave you. Doesn't that sound like abandonment issues? Like your biggest fear was for her to you would lose her. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, I, I agree with you there, but. Usually that's like from something that happened to someone prior, you know, earlier in their life. And and I don't have that. Like both my parents were around. I was raised pretty well. But you had, I'm not talking about where it came from. It sounds like you had some serious abandonment issues because you're the one that just brought up. Like I was like abusing her because I, I was so afraid of being alone. That's like, you know. That's a fucking issue. Yeah, and not physically abusive. You yeah, mentally. Make that known. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah, mentally. And it was just like kind of, it was just so unhealthy. It really was for, for both the abuser and the abusee, you know, and and it's just stressful living like that. Well, could you just explain a little bit? Because I think it's important because I think a lot of people maybe have, I think it's very brave of you to cop to that and great that, you know, you could look back and see that because I think like know thyself is my favorite saying. So at least you could look in the mirror and say like, hey, this is what I did at one time and it was really fucked up and wrong. But just explain a little bit of how you did abuse her in that way, because I think, you know, sometimes this is happening to people or guys are doing this or girls are doing this to their partners and they don't even see it as abuse. But you clearly do. Explain it a yeah, little bit. Looking back, yeah. Yeah. You were definitely you the nail on the head with, with like the retrospect there. Yeah. It 
the things I used to do, always want to know who she was with, always wanted to know where she was at. She had to kind of report to me on a daily basis of her contact with guys, but we called them corners. I don't know. I, I kind of made her believe that that kind of relationship would work. That was the only option. And I think when you start kind of curbing someone else's opinions, then you're obviously having an effect on them like that. So you were just super jealous and possessive and you were like your biggest fear yes. was her to go with a guy. And it's interesting that you were able to turn that into something that now is like your fantasy turned reality and now you're totally into it and probably on the opposite end of the spectrum. Maybe someone would say, oh, maybe that insane jealousy was the same thing. It's that intense turn on that you feel is that same thing, but you were able to transfer that energy and turn it into something else. I don't know. I know that that's deep, but I think that that could sometimes happen. Well, and that's why I'm coming to, to you. I know claim that you're not professional, but I think you put in the hours and dedication now where, you know, your opinion really does matter on that. And, and I don't have an answer for that. But like yeah, how great. It, it, I mean, it, you really think about it. I do think that it is interesting, and I didn't hear about this kind of phenomenon until I started to do my show where someone once put that together where they were like, I was really jealous, but it gets them off. How great is that? Because it feels way better to be turned on right by your wife being with other guys than the way you felt as being that insanely jealous person. I was always very jealous not possessive, but very jealous of somebody liking somebody else, all that thinking they're thinking of someone else. And I wish I would have known back then that I could like maybe try to turn that energy into something else because it's a terrible way to feel. Terrible. It is. And and once you do allow yourself to evolve, shall we say? Yeah. Man, everything just is in a different light. I mean, I've had the best experiences with my wife and you know, and, and, and it really comes down to us being together so long. Like, yeah, yes, I did cheat before marriage and stuff like that, like high school, college. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was a cheater. And so that was the adrenaline rush. But, but then after that, we stayed together. We got through all those obstacles when you're young like that. And one day I had a private moment with myself, you know, jerking off. And like, I just thought about my buddy fucking my, my girlfriend at the time. And it just sounded so good. It sounded like, man, you know, I I really wish this would happen. And sure as shit, it did. (laughs) That's a jump. I want to hear all the details leading up to that. First of all, let's just talk a little bit about the cheating. Now, had she ever cheated on you? Not that I know for sure, but I have good intel. Yeah. So you think maybe she did or no? Yeah, I think during college, both at a time, about a month where we found separate people. Okay. And now did she catch you cheating, but you were able to work through it because you got right? Is that what you said? Or did she not know that you were cheating? Never in the act. Always just stupid shit on my phone. Oh, like you were sloppy. (laughs) Young sloppy. So she would catch you, but she stayed with you. So she stayed with you. You got, and you know, listen, a lot of times too, someone thinks like maybe that jealous, that person that's super jealous about somebody going and cheating on them is because it's a projection, you know, because <laughs> of what they want to effing do. Maybe that's a, no, that's a part of your you. jealousy I, I too, right? With, well, I just knew how easy it was to cheat and that she's sexy and she can do it even easier. Right, right. So that was also that intense jealousy thing and you uh, was projecting what you were going to do to her. (laughs) So anyway, you made it through that. How do you bring up the fact that you want her to hook up with your friends? Well, I just texted it to her. Like we were living in separate quarters at that time. Mm -hmm. And because we were, once again, we got to remember, this is like early college. So we're talking 20, 21 year old here. So I basically just sent her a text message. It was kind of lengthy and they went into detail, like specific detail. It's like if I was trying to convince her of sending me a nudie or something, that's how deep I got. And so I sent it to her and it was all detailed about my best friend fucking her. It was like a scenario and she was now, pretty you, shocked by that. And were you took, guys like sexting a lot and were you sending her like hot things that you thought of via text before? Or was this like the first time she even got like a whole paragraph of sexting from you? First time. I mean, I just I had to get it out and I had to tell her. OK, so it really was a big thing. 
good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline, 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Yes, like I didn't know how she was going to react to it. But you couldn't. So why did you do it? Like, is it because you couldn't get it out of your head? Yeah, because it was such a turn on for me. Like it was such a once I actually allowed myself to think like that and Mm -hmm. to allow it to make my dick hard and make it feel so good when I was touching myself. I was Mm -hmm. like, game on. Like, I want this to happen. Okay, so you send her that text and she's like shocked at first. Then what happens? It was a couple of weeks of me trying to ease it into her mind of like, hey, we could start out nice and easy, you know, just like a little handy or something like that. So she was like, finally, I, I started seeing after a few weeks, like her wall started coming down and she started being more open and on me. Like, I have some pretty damn good looking friends. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. Like we're all jocks from the same high school and like, I'm the worst looking out of all. That's for damn sure. <laughs> your girlfriend's hot. You, I mean, your wife's hot, you said already, right? Yeah, and I captured her young, like I said. And um, <laughs> after that, you know, like, I, like it was a, the best investment plan that anyone could ever have because she turned out to be just fucking fantastic. <laughs> she only, she just aged really well. Like, she got even hotter as she got older. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the bank account just kept going up on that investment, no (laughs) doubt about it. Oh, my God. Okay, so wait. So now you're like, she's not totally like no effing way. She's kind of open to talking about it with you in the beginning. Yeah, and it helps. Yeah, they're in the popular group. You know, they're all athletes. They all got tight bods. She was definitely kind of like, okay. She started opening up to me. She was like, well, your one friend's really cute. Like, yes, yes. Tell me more of that shit. I mean, wasn't she a little nervous or hesitant because did she, was it like, cause I would think for a girl, especially a younger girl, like you'd be a little bit nervous that this is, that it might be a trap. I don't know. It's like scary to tell a guy that you think his friends are hot, even though he's asking for it. I mean, was she hesitant at first at all? Yes, very. That's why I said it took a few weeks to really kind of just, just consistently sitting down, talking about little scenarios. Yeah, yeah, yeah saying how, you know, all that kind of stuff. Okay, so now she gets this one friend. There's one friend that stands out to her that she thought was hot. Well, so we invite this one friend and one of her friends over because they both haven't had sex in a long time at that point. It was uh, early college. They were kind of on a dry spell. So we're all drinking there, and my buddy and her her gal pal start making out hardcore. Like, they're on the bed. We, we were on the ground. We were playing like cards or something like that, mm-hmm. and but we were drinking, so we were getting a buzz on. And so my buddy starts fucking her friend, and she's got big titties, no doubt about that. But he fucked her so hard that she ended up puking all over my bedroom, <laughs> literally. And so, like, remember, like me and my girl at the time were having some fun, like yeah. we were getting into it too. Like, I even uh, reached over and grabbed the titties of her friend, and mm-hmm. it was like awesome. Right. Okay. And so that was that was our first real taste of anything like exotic and taboo like that. So anyways, so she pukes everywhere. I don't know what to fucking do. So I just pick up this naked friend and I take her to the bathtub and I turn you know a hot shower on for her and I told her just you know sober up and you know calmed her down. I go back into the room and my buddy's sitting there. I can tell he's blue balled all hell. My girlfriend. Kelly, Kelly, we'll call her her Kelly. Mm-hmm. Kelly's sitting there and, you know, it's kind of awkward. And I was like, oh, my God, this is like a perfect time for my fantasy to become real. Yeah. And so I wasn't I wasn't ballsy enough to, like, speak like I am right now or, or I would at this point. Back then, I just had to text him, even though we were like five feet away from each other. I couldn't say it out loud. Mm-hmm. 
So I texted Kelly and I said, Hey, you know, he didn't release. We saw what happened. Do you think you would finish him off? And she's like, do you think you'd be into it? And like a week prior, I did like mention it to my buddy that this is kind of like my fantasy. So he, he was definitely on board right away. We finally brought it up to him and my wife or my, my girlfriend at the time, Kelly goes down under the, the covers and she, her head starts bobbing up and down and I'm starting to hear the sucking noises and stuff. And it just turned me on so much. I was like, Oh my God, my buddy's getting sucked off by my girlfriend. And oh so I started goodness. just fingering her a little bit. It literally just started fingering her a little bit. And like, I had such an erection. It was a, it was a thunder throbber. That's what I caught it because I've never felt anything like that before. Uh-huh. And it was just, it was game on after that. The doors were caked open and I was like, well, we got that done. Now let's see how far we can go. Right. Now that's as far as that one went that night or did you go far? Did she have sex with him that night or just gave him a blowjob? Just gave him a blowjob, mm-hmm. swallowed it. Cause she's a swallower. I, I, I told her that very early on. Like that's really important to me. <laughs> and uh, she yeah. does that. I just recently started listening to your podcast so yeah. to touch base with you on the coming on a girl's face. That's not for me. Yeah. And I don't hate women. Okay? <laughs> that's why you don't like jizzing on their face. <laughs> Exactly. And and so I kind of agree with you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that that was my jizz quiz. Anyway, go on. (laughs) So, yeah, so so that was the very first time that it ever happened. It was only a blowjob that night. And then, you know, there's like major gaps in between us doing stuff, to be honest with you. Major gaps. Years, possibly. Then, you know, that was not even my best friend. That was just probably my best looking friend. He's a cutie. Question. Let me ask you a question. No, I want to ask you a question, though, about you. Because sometimes when someone has a little cuck in them, they might might be because they're interested in the same sex as well, or they have some sort of attraction, even if maybe they don't want to engage. Do you have do you have any kind of feelings for guys ever get turned on by them yourself or any or are you just strictly like into chicks? No, I actually do not get turned on by guys. Okay, you like, but it's more about your girl being with your friends, right? So you don't have any hookups with yeah. the guys yourself. You don't get involved or anything like that. No, no mm-hmm. way. Okay, cool. So now, so after she has that first blowjob with your friend, I mean, you say that by the time you guys get married, she had been with like half the guys, you know, when does like the next friend to come around? So the next friend is my best friend and he was in a relationship early, you know, at this time in college and he becomes our first, what we call arrangement. We have arrangements with a couple of our buddies. Yeah. So this was our very first arrangement. We, we kind of left that, that first time in the dust because things were a little awkward with our my first friend, you know, the first story I told you. Uh-huh. So right after that, things were a little awkward with him, and, you know, we kind of shut that down with him. So we didn't want any, any damage there friendship-wise. But the second time here, he's my best friend. He was the best man at my wedding and stuff like that. And he had a girlfriend at the time, so it had to be pretty private, but... He heard from my other buddy about what we did, so it kind of opened up the door for communication with my best friend. And I basically told him, like, yeah, I want you to fuck her. You know, we're just drinking beers in the garage, and I was just able to say that to him because, you know, we're best friends. Right. And so he was like, he was kind of so shocked, though. He was like, really? Like, how? Like, how, how would this work? And I said, well, we'll all watch a movie. And then that's about it. You know, you know what to do and and I'll sit there and watch and it'll be awesome. Mm -hmm. He was like, you know, talk to me when you're not drinking. I was like, okay, fine. I'm going to text you tomorrow. And I sure, sure as shit did. And and he was like, okay, so this is a real thing. He was like, what are you doing Sunday? And I was like, I'm watching a movie with you and my girlfriend. And he was (laughs) like, okay. Uh So, so he comes over and we're watching the movie and I, kind of gave my girlfriend because me and her already talked about well this is actually going to happen yeah yeah and so i kind of just like nudged her uh, thigh a little bit and i was like reach over you know start playing with them a little bit and one thing you're going to find out that's pretty consistent with all my stories from here on out will be like me being conductor of like an symphony or something like that you know? oh okay <laughs> i do remember so, you told me so, a little bit about like what you do for a living and that you keep things like you have like you're very organized or you have like a lot of stats and numbers and things with things i don't know you're like a organizer you're also though are very uh, good with all keeping track of things <laughs> maybe that's yeah, why you're i'm an good. accountant oh okay right i'm you an can accountant say, yeah. by trade mm-hmm. and i do keep very specific 
stats, shall we say, on my, my sex life. I can tell you how many times I've had sex to this point since I was 15. Give and that I number. Think that's 1,713 1, times. Yeah, you might have like, um, that might be more than because you're an accountant. You might have a weird number thing. How, how do you remember how many times you have sex? Oh, no, I have it on my phone. I, every time I, I get done orgasming, I roll over, I go on my notes, and I just add another number. Wow. Okay, I'm going to read some other stats that you have in your email. You have done anal okay. 11 times. You've had six golden yeah. showers. <laughs> 46 threesomes. I don't know how many of them we're going to get to in this call. That's a lot of fucking threesomes. Four foursomes. I mean, come on. I mean, these are the stats you had in your email you sent me. It's crazy. It's funny that you have all this stuff written down. There's a lot that we have to get to. Okay, so wait. So your first friend and you are set. She's going to fuck him. It's all good to go, right? You're Now you're going to yep. be the conductor. Now you become the conductor. This is the first time you're going to do that? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So basically, yeah, I actually start speaking out loud, like not whispering to him. And I'm like kind of telling her what to do, you know. Uh, and like he's hearing me direct it. And he, you know, he can't believe it's happening. And then she starts sucking him. And then they, uh, well, he tilts her on, on her, onto her side. And I'm still, I'm kind of watching the movie too. It was a decent movie. And so she faces me. She's on her side. So he is on her ass side. And he looks at me, he, he's like bug-eyed, and he's like, you know, what, what what do I do next? And I point down, I say, slide it in. I mean, come on, man. And so he, he does that, he slides it into her, and he ends up, uh, he, he's wearing a condom, by the way. I know you always ask that. Yeah, he's wearing a condom, and he busts a load, but he, he pulls out, and he busts a load into the condom. So Yeah, now... Do you ever join in on all these threesomes? Are you a true cuck in that you just really want to watch and conduct? No. That point, that's just the point we were at. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I, I only, I mean, I go on her titties and stuff like that. And believe me, I'm, I'm intimately right there. You know, I can smell the friction going on, and I loved it. And so, so that first arrangement happened. And, you know, we started hitting up my best friend pretty consistently there. You know, we would do pretty much the same kind of thing, nothing too wild. Yeah, and and then uh, things started fizzling out with with him, and I had a, another really good looking guy friend. Probably, probably, man, he, he's the he's the biggest built, you know, just a jacked up body kind of thing, has abs, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But this friend pretty much did not want to fuck her, so we set up the same kind of way, watching a movie. But this friend did not want to fuck her; he wanted to just like orally pleasure the shit out, and I was like. That's cool with me. Let's let's do that. Mm -hmm. So the same exact scenario, but this time he he even asked for her toy, and I was like, "Baby, hey, cool with that?" She was like, "Yeah." So I got her toy out, a vibrator. It was purple. I know you like those details, Kathy. <laughs> um, and so it was purple, and and pretty much he gave her oral pleasure, like you wouldn't believe. Oh, and he also did try this this thing with me, like kicking me out of the room for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, you know, let's try that. But believe me, I'll come back in if I want to. And he's like, absolutely. So I go out and I'm listening and it was just tearing me up not being in there seeing it though. So I went back in pretty, pretty quickly and enjoyed the show. Uh, he, he just ate her out, put her in different positions, used the vibrator pretty well. And then we literally all three fell asleep there and then woke up and everything was cool. But who gets into the golden showers? Is that something you guys do together, or does that happen with the guys, other guys? Those golden showers were only between her and I, and that was just because I went through a porn phase of, like, water sports kind of thing. Maybe I accidentally <laughs> clicked on or something. Right, and, like, and it, it kind of turned me on. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, so then, yeah. so we tried it, and so that's why we only got to six there, but there was no, like, in the mouth. That's yeah. pretty degrading. It was, there was none on the face. Um, it was only on titties, and it was only in the shower, so we're not, like, cleaning up a mess. So. Yeah, 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 okay. So go on. So now I know that you say that you had some foursomes, threesomes. Do you ever start to get involved or are these always? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes, absolutely. And and like it, it goes so far to, to our latest one, our latest one. So that we're, we're skipping, you know, eight years or something. And so now we're here now and in October. So just a couple months ago, 
we had my first real two women experience. So it was my wife and her coworker. And I got to actually fuck two girls at one time. I couldn't believe it. That was the first time after all that your wife's been able to be with all these guys. This is the first time that you were with another woman. Yeah. First time like that for sure. Yeah. Okay. But now I know that you were cheating on her when you were younger. Like, did you remain faithful to her after she busted you or did you always cheat behind her back? I cheated, you know, for a long time, but years. So through after college, I started getting serious. I might have made a couple mistakes, but it wasn't physically with the women. It was just stupid, horny messages or something like that. Right. And then once she started hooking up with all these guys and stuff, did that, that probably added to your guys' sex life and your fantasies and stuff. So maybe you didn't need as much variety because that was, you know, all of that was some variety for you. Exactly. I mean, weekends and just expecting a threesome with people you care about. It was it was awesome. OMG. Yes. Short for Oh My God. Yes. Is a website dedicated to women's sexual health and pleasure. And the good news is it's not just for women. It's great for men and couples as well. OMG. Yes. Is full of detailed science based advice regarding female pleasure, and you get it all in up-close and personal videos. Everything from how to start and enhance you or your partner's sexual pleasure, as well as go way beyond it. Want to know how to edge and have multiple orgasms? There are a ton of tips on OMG Yes. I've used OMG Yes a lot, and I have to say, I love what they're doing. It's all super open. There's no shame surrounding anything that they're talking about. And it's honestly way overdue. So what are you waiting for? Go to omgs.com slash strictly anon for a special discount. That's omgyes.com slash strictly anon. Or just go to the description and click on the link to sign up for OMGS now. So, awesome. I mean, we just jumped. You could tell me about the wife and the coworker threesome with the two girls, and then we'll go back to these foursomes and all these other things. But how did you get the wife and the coworker together? I mean, did she ever? I mean, while she's getting it on with all these guys and all this time, was there ever conversations about you being with other women? Yeah, and, and me being a, a, a dirty scumbag early on really affected that conversation because she was was saying, you know, she still doesn't trust me to that point and stuff. And I told her that I'm getting enjoyment out of what we're already arranging, you know, so let's not mess with a good thing. Let's just keep doing what we're comfortable with. And later down the road, maybe I can. And sure as shit, it finally happened. Now, did she, how did the, the coworker wind up with your wife and you? How did that go down? So it's so it's a Halloween party, and by a party I mean literally just me, my wife, and two of her female coworkers. So <laughs> they come over, but we, you know we had punch and shit, and it was kind of cool. We had bobbing for shooters or something, and so we did that. And everyone's getting hammied, and one of her friends calls an Uber. She gets you know taken out, and so it's me, my wife Kelly, and her coworker. So months prior, my wife and this coworker, they became pretty close where my wife was actually like letting her know about our kind of extracurricular activity, activities and stuff like that, uh-huh. the arrangements. And so we were at a fire and I, I learned this. I learned that the coworker kind of knew our secret and stuff, which shocked me because my, my wife never tells anyone about that. You know, it's very secret. And so that, that stunned me. So we skip ahead to the Halloween party, like I told you, and we're all fucked up. It's us three left. And basically I could just tell by the sensing, you know, the, the senses in the room, like the, the coworker was just eyeball fucking my wife. Like she wanted her bad. And I knew that, like kind of going into this, that she, she's by, and she's really been trying to hunt down my wife. And which that turned me on. I was like, that's badass. Yeah, for sure. You know? So me and her go and smoke weed real quick, me and the coworker. Mm-hmm. And my wife is not around us at the time. And I looked over at her and I said, if you want it, you better take it. And she knew exactly what I meant. So we finished up smoking some, some reefer and we come back in and she goes into her bedroom 
And my wife kind of looks at me like, what's going on? And I was like, just get in there. So she goes in there and the coworker just aggressively kind of takes control of the situation, starts making out with her and stuff. You know, clothes start getting shed. I'm there literally just rubbing my dick, like so excited that this is actually happening. Like when I tell you the coworker really wanted my wife, she really wanted. She immediately spread open her legs and wanted a taste of that pussy. And she got in there and she tasted it real good. And so at that point, when she's eating out my wife, I think, you know, hey, it's my time to finally fuck another woman. So I get behind the coworker and she stops eating out and she looks at me and she says, get a condom. And I was like, okay. So I went, got a condom, put it on. And I proceeded to insert my cock into her while she was eating out my wife. It was, it was like climbing to the highest mountaintop, you know, and <laughs> of like man, man, man dreams. And it finally <laughs> happened to me. Right. You got a girl bent over and you're banging her and then she's going dad's girl on girl action right in front of you with your wife. I, I know. I can't believe it. Like I'm still I'm smiling right now, Kathy. <laughs> How hot was the coworker? Was she hot? Decently tight body. OK. Yeah. Decently tight body lacking on the titties, but the ass was to die for. OK. So you have this hot. Now your wife's totally fine with you banging the coworker, right? Like she was into it. No. Well, she was kind of into it, but not really. Things go south quick, Kathy. Oh. Um, she ends up leaving the room, literally pausing the threesome action, the dream, the dream life. And she exits the room. And so I lay on my back and her coworker gets on top. of me. So she actually starts riding me for a little bit when, when my wife exited the room. Mm-hmm. But eventually that kind of got a little awkward. I, I still wanted to keep going. The coworker kind of hopped off and she was like, hey. I'm going to go talk to her. So she went, they talked for a little bit. I was all alone, just like rubbing like a a half hard cock. And I was really sad. I was like, I'm not going to be in trouble tomorrow and stuff like that. And then they both come back and they pretty much tell me that it's going to be like a girl, girl thing. And I can just pretty much watch and, you know, enjoy (laughs) myself like that. And I was like, that's cool with me. Right. Better than nothing. Yeah. 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 So we finish it out like that. And the next day, Yes, there were some tough conversations with the wife. Pretty much had to apologize kind of thing to her. But she she had the, this emotion, this reaction to it where, like, she wanted to reclaim me. She knew I was in some other pussy. And so she, like, gave me three times, like, back to back to back of just railing me that Sunday. <laughs> yeah, she, I get she that. She made me come in her. She yeah. made me come in her every time. And I was like, okay, you know, this is this is not a bad Sunday. Right, right, right. She wanted to make you hers again. I totally understand that mentality. But wait, a lot of people listening, because I get this all the time, are going to be like, how fucked up? I mean, here it is. She gets to bang all your friends in the first end. She gets now to bang a female, right? She's got the girl going down on her. She's allowed all of this and you can't have anything. (laughs) Well, what I would say to those specific uh, listeners is, don't feel bad for me. I lived a great fantasy at that time. <laughs> Believe me, I'm happy as hell. <laughs> right. And that, it's just how it goes sometimes. You know, you, you take what you can get. And my dick did enter a new territory. So she's on the list, guys. All right, calm down. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's so funny. You did have her. You were inside her for a little bit. But you also, though, enjoyed, I'm assuming, you really enjoyed the show, watching. Yes. And, you no, know, it's kind of new. Ish. That's only the second time that she's ever been with another woman like that. And yeah. I was actually at the uh, the first one, and it was nothing like this. Well, there was more scissoring the first time around. This time, <laughs> that was like table of content, just little note kind of thing, you know, a little notation there because there was toy play. There was this time sixty ninety. Yeah, the, this the most recent time here was just in unbelievable, and and I got to participate. You know, it was awesome. Right. Mm-hmm. So they did it all the first. When was the first time? Like in high school or when you guys were a lot younger? College. College. Oh, college. It, was a toy, it was a roommate of her and they did scissor in front of me. That was a great night. <laughs> but you didn't do anything with her. Now, wait. So let's go back. So she does everything with that coworker. Does she plan on like hooking up with her again? Do you know? Pretty much what I got from that Sunday extravaganza was 
that's why we're going on like a little pause of this. So it's pretty much where we've just been focusing on ourselves and our relationship. And it's really been pretty fun. You know, you know, you don't always have to be a part of that lifestyle just when the opportunities present itself, you know. Right. I think a lot of times when people listen to these conversations and these stories, they, they're just assuming that if you're down for stuff like that, you're just like the horniest people and you're doing it 24-7. You know, people have lives and a lot of times there is in the stories a lot of time in between. It's not like people are doing this unless you're like Casey, that gangbang queen. I mean, she's having, you know, gangbangs every weekend, you know, but she's like a one end of the spectrum. At, but that's not typically the norm. The norm is like... You guys, even people that are in the lifestyle are very open, have open relationships. It's not like every single weekend they're doing this shit. It's not easy to coordinate. You know, people have lives and other things going on. So I understand that it doesn't happen always. But how about like foursomes? What foursomes have you had? You know, I consider them foursomes, but very light. There was no true swapping of partners or anything like that. It was pretty much just hands on. Yeah. two couples having sex kind of thing. So you guys, you got you having sex with your wife in the same room as other as your friends or whatever? Or is it always your friends yeah. that you're playing yeah. with? Have you ever had to go on to any apps and look for people? Or has all of this stuff always come, you know, through organically, through your friend group and Not, her coworkers? <laughs> 99.9% is what you just described. Tight-knit group of yeah. people we care about, love, we've yeah. known for a long time. Uh, there was one time uh, when we first moved to this new city that we're in, whatever city that is, we, we did try like an app that yeah. was for threesomes specifically. And we actually found a couple down here and we, we had a couple of date nights with them. We all knew what it was about, you know. We ended up having one solid ass night with them where my wife did at least suck his dick a little bit and I literally helped her fuck her husband. Mm-hmm. Like I was picking her up. She, she had a kicking body. Um, oh, the and, wife. And, yeah, the wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, so that was, so that's another time where I'm considering part of that for some count is that night too. That, that was a great time, but things didn't go so well with, with that couple after that. And so it was all right. They fell off. So that was the only one time you saw them. But the rest of the time, it's been all your guy friends. <laughs> I mean, yes. is it like word on the street? Did eventually like guys come to you and are like, hey, I want to bang your wife? But Or was it you always picking the guys or her picking them? I mean, how did you figure out which one of your friends got to join in? Once again, it's like life presents it, you know. Yeah. And so maybe a friend would, would stay later at a party and, and right. ask for a ride or want to, you know, spend the night with me, you know, something like that. Then mm-hmm. that's pretty much like, hey, you know, can I get a, a Lisa Blosky here? And I'm, and I'm pretty much saying, fuck, yeah, let's get drunk. Let's party and let's have a good time. Right. Now, does it do any of them become like regulars or are they always like? Oh, yeah. 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 So, like I said, we, we call them arrangements. You know, it's like oh, our, yeah, our specific <laughs> yeah. things with them. And so our arrangement that's been the most consistent, and I pretty much call him our bull. You know, I, yeah, I, I yeah, don't yeah. know if that's a proper term. I don't know the terms like, but so he, he's like our, our best arrangement. And unfortunately, he was my wife's best friend's boyfriend at the time. So that threw a whole different dynamic on things for sure. Well, in what sense? I mean, if he becomes your favorite bull, was it a bad dynamic or it was great dynamic? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. Well, well, what I'm saying is that that guy is dating right my wife's best friend. Right. How, so how does that happen? How does that happen? He, he's a good buddy of mine, and so you know he he's around, and you know we get drunk, we talk, we we're open with each other, and so basically, you know. He wants a ride, you know, one night. And so the opportunity was presented to him and he took it. But your wife is also best friends with his girl. So how does, so does she like feel guilty afterwards the first time and then she just keeps going back? I mean, how is she? She felt very guilty. Uh She felt very guilty. I did not. And then we just kept going with it because he has a, he has a, a dog on. 
like straight up big ween, I think you call it. And um, <laughs> ween, you listen to some yeah, old ass episodes. <laughs> I started from the very beginning, Kathy. Oh, I'm, you did. I'm along for the whole ride. Oh, I really I have to apologize. The first couple, I mean, I still interrupt people, but like not like I think I did so much worse back in the day. I mean, I did try to curtail it as much as possible. <laughs> so sometimes well, well, I my, hate to bring it up, but yeah. I'm, I miss I miss Tommy. Like I love oh, having a guy fuck perspective. Him. I know. I know. Listen. Oh come on. Fuck He's a good him. guy. Anyone listening is like, who's Tommy? Tommy was my co-host. No, he was the worst. Actually, I had to fire him. But it was a fun dynamic. It was totally different. But I would have never been able to do my show for this long with him. He was so fucking flaky. Let me tell you something that someone told me. The one of my most successful friend, who is a very, very uber successful person, told me once: Don't ever start a business with anyone. Just do everything yourself, and it's fucking true. Okay, start a podcast, open up a gas station, and whatever you're gonna do, do it alone. Very hard to do something with somebody else. It didn't work, but yeah, I get it. He was kind of good, but let's go back to you. Sorry. So wait, so the ween. Okay, so she felt guilty. You didn't, but he's got, he's pretty well hung. So what happened? Like she was like, I, I got to go back for more, even though like I feel guilty. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like she loved it. She absolutely loved it. And she, by this time, remember, this is like, you know, deeper into everything. And, and she's more open. Like when it's just her and I, we still like kind of, say things naughty to each other like this and and one night she just let me have it she was just saying how big and how wonderful his dick is and and she literally like had cravings for it and i was like me too me too like let's let's keep this rolling yeah and uh that's what we did so so she still sees him that's an arrangement that is still around yeah kind of dying off and, and they ended up splitting up. Uh, so he's not currently still her best friend's boyfriend. They've been separated for a while now. But when that arrangement first started out, they were for sure in a relationship. Yeah. Right, right, right. So the friend didn't know that she, her best friend. Oh, my goodness. So salacious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then, like, it, it was sexy because my wife would come to me and say, well, my friend was talking about her boyfriend's cock. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. And, like, you know what it feels like. And, like, that turned us on so much. Yeah, the cheating. So there was something about secretness of it that was a turn on to both you and her. Yeah, we know that was kind of wrong. But it was very, very good in the bed. Now, does she always play with you there or does she ever play solo? Do you have any rules and regulations? How is it all set up? What do you mean? Like, I mean, like, does she ever go meet up with guys that she hooks up with these guys alone? Or are you always there? We discussed that and we have not done that. I don't think I would be okay with it. Because right. I explained to you how I was right outside the door. Like, I can't imagine being off premises. That was a... Uh, really sketch me out Kathy yeah 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 so no I mean everyone's different that's why I mean I just talked to a guy that's like only play solo I found that very interesting because typically that's not the case sometimes it's a little bit solo a little together everyone's different I'm just trying to get your story because that's what's interesting you know everyone can relate to different aspects of it so you always are there because you're that conductor right and you're getting something out yeah, of it yeah. a big part of your turn on is watching how often do you get involved as opposed to watch do you get involved a lot of times like the guy's fucking her and she's like blowing you at the same time? Or are you always just watching? Like, what are those situations happening? No, are no, you a true I, cuck just watching? No, no. I, I Whatever the term is that a cuck actually has fun too. Like, that's what I want. That That's what I am. Like, I'm getting blow skis at the same time. She's getting railed. I love that, Kathy. I'm, I'm being serious. Like, if she's getting fucked doggy style and she's sucking my cock and like I kind of jam at the same time he's ramming mm -hmm. and it's like, it's incredible. It's incredible because the noise that, you know, comes out of her mouth and like the look and the, the ecstasy that she's having, you get, they call it spit, spit roasting. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> she loves it. She loves it. And you love it. So you do get involved. You're not just there solely watching how many arrangements, yeah, do you ever count those? How many arrangements you've had, quote unquote? I mean, at one point, probably five different arrangements. You know, that just means five different buddies, you know, different yeah. rule set for different buddies. You know, I had one buddy that wanted anal. I told him, absolutely not. And I'll be watching. it. That's so funny. Did you hear that one episode I had where the guy was like, oh, I'm having a threesome with my girl. And 
the only rule she has is like you can't fuck the other girl in the ass and he's like i can't wait to fuck her in the ass i was like you're such a fucking asshole like your girl's giving you a hall pass and you're gonna do the one thing that she doesn't want you to do so that is one rule that you have no anal you guys do anal together because i know that was on one of your lists but i mean no anal with the guys ever no, no anal with anyone besides me. All 11 of those anals are with her. There's no ass play to me. One time I let her try a finger and she lost her trust with that. She like jam packed it and I, I clenched and she was like skid in it. And I looked at her and I said, get it out. She took it out. So my ass doesn't get played with. I did get a couple rim jobs early on, but that was specifically because I needed to cross that off the bucket list. And those were amazing, Kathy. Really fucking awesome. Your rim jobs? Yeah, the rim jobs. Yeah, they were both with my my wife as well. It's just kind of like the golden shower scenario, though. You know, it's just something I wanted to get off the list, and then we never do it again. So I haven't had anal with my wife in like seven years, back when she was my girlfriend kind of thing. Right, right, right. Something that you did, you checked it off, not something that you think about all the time. Yeah, just real quick on anal. Yeah, too much maintenance, too much work. Absolutely. You know, there's already a pussy that's wet for you, so take that. That's your PSA on anal. So wait a second. Now, what about your guys reclaiming sex? Is it always like the hottest thing after the guys leave that your sex is even better? Like yeah. how has it affected your guys' relationship as well as your sex life? Yeah, amazing. With what you just asked there. Yeah, the reclaim sex is where it's at. That's the money hole because now you're feeling the love of like the relationship, the monogamous kind of a feel, but it's mixed in with knowing that she just got fucked by your buddy and that, uh, you know, there, there was one time where cum was still in her and I went in right after and, uh, or right after him. And it was amazing. Like I, I did kind of feel the warm goo and, uh, that made me not last very long. Right. So sometimes you don't use condoms. You did say something like, Oh, we use condoms, Kathy. I know you asked that question. <laughs> Well, in that specific scenario, I forgot what I was talking about. But with the major arrangement buddy of mine who had the big donger, yeah, he cannot fit into like any condoms that I have stored. So that's all raw dogging. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Now, you guys are how old? So your wife's still super young. You're only 28. So she's also young. How many? Yeah, she's 26. Right. So how long have you been? Or, like, what do you see in your future? I mean, do you guys don't have kids yet, right? Nope, not yet. And that's probably going to be the end game. That's where we're going to retire from this kind of taboo lifestyle. And that's actually right around the corner. And so I'm scared about being a dad. But I really, I think this whole experience, this whole life of mine and hers that that we, we grew together and we, we opened up sexually like this, it's only made it a stronger together. And and I love being with my wife. So for all the listeners out there, you know, it worked for at least this guy. Right. And how about because, you know, you did cheat on her and she found out. And so that's why she still has issues with you, with other people. I mean, has it helped her with trusting you or how has it changed things for her? If she were if she if I were to ask her that question, do you, what do you think her answer would be? Her answer would be absolutely improved you know and, and it's it's brought us into a new level of trusting each other because this lifestyle if you're going to be a you know cheating and stuff like that then you're risking losing that lifestyle you're risking losing someone in your back pocket being your partner through all these great times that you could be at right so, that's, yeah that's um, the whole point it's always like why would anybody if you have a girl or a partner who's so down with something that a lot of people wouldn't be down with like why would you throw that in the shitter by like just getting something new on the side. It's not worth it, you would think. You get that you've got a great girl in front of you. You guys have been together forever since you're super young. You're obviously one of those relationships that's like, you know, meant to be because a lot of people don't last through their 16 to 28. You know, you're changing so much and stuff, but it just seems like you guys are really on the same page and you've only grown together and grown closer and that's great and you've been through a lot for your age considering you know you got through cheating you stayed together you've had all these threesomes foursomes you've tried a lot of different things sexually you know god knows where you're going to be in 20 years one day would you ever think that you'd be in the lifestyle and go to like swingers clubs and shit like that no like i said i, I feel like my story is already coming down 
you know, the hill. You know, yeah. the climax was just experienced with uh, another woman like that. That's all I've ever wanted to do um, oh, okay. in my whole life. Like, I remember being an adolescent, being like, oh, my God, two pussies at once. That's the goal. <laughs> and once, once I got that, yeah. I was like, you know what? I lived a little boy's dream here today, and, and I'm ready for that, like, family lifestyle. I'm ready to yeah. just stop partying so much and have kids and, and have a house and love my wife too. We're like gray and dust, I guess. Yeah. And you'll get another phase after the kids get older. I mean, I totally understand that. I went through many different phases in my life. And by the time I gave up partying and stuff, I was like ready to, you know, been there, done that. So I think that that's great that you guys have got a lot of that out of your system to the point where now you're 28 and you're like, you've had so much SEX that you're like, yeah, you would love to now just be a dad and you'll do that. And maybe when your kids get older, you'll go back to doing other things. You know, you don't know, but you might be better prepared for that phase because you have really lived this phase to, you know, hundredth and eighty thousandth power. <laughs> you know, yeah, I think you're the, exactly correct. Yeah, I think a lot of times a lot of. People don't get a lot of stuff out of their system before they go to a next phase. And therein lies a lot of problems for people, you know. I mean, if you want to, when you have kids, it should be all about the kids. And you really all about the kids. You have to be done with you. And that takes a while. So I think sometimes it's good to go and do what you need to do before that happens. And it sounds like you're probably really ready for that phase. And that's great. Uh, let me ask you a question. Does your wife know that you're calling into the show or no? Yeah, ended up, I, I contemplated, once I got your initial response of like, you're kind of interested in talking to me, Yeah, didn't know what to do. I was like, do I tell my wife, do I not? And then yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to tell her. So I just went in there, told her, she didn't like the idea at first, but then I told her, you know, I think it, it might actually help someone out there who's yeah. thinking about maybe dipping their toes into something like this and to let them know that worked in this case, you know? Yeah, yeah, for you guys. Yeah. Now, last question, if you had to, like, if you had to say why you think it worked for you as opposed to other people that you've heard on my show, could you give an answer for that? Like, do, would you say, like, what is the key to making this kind of a thing work? Well, I'm only like 35 episodes in, started from the very beginning, like I said. <laughs> and, and so, you know, I'm like in the John era, which is fucking fantastic. Oh my God. Um, yeah. But, but anyways. Um, no, but like, what would why, you say? Why, like, how, why like, is it successful for yeah, us? Yeah, yeah. It's successful for us because I think a huge factor is we're not getting random strangers. You know, that's one thing. This is these are people I care about. I love them. You know, they're my oh, drinking buddies. That's an interesting they're, they're, angle. Yeah. You know, it's these are people I actually care about. The next day, you know, I'm not kicking them out. I, I hear that all the time. You know, with all these escorts and stuff like that. You know, if I had the money and stuff like that and a different life, you know, maybe that would be for me. But but I'm I'm a homegrown kind of guy. You know. Midwest values, and that, that's what we live by. Right. So these are your friends. These are people you know. You keep it close. It's tight knit. You and your girl are very open with each other. Obviously, yeah. you know, and it's not yeah, like trust is huge. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not perfect. Listen, she had issues when it came down to that threesome recently, but she was able to tell you, pull you aside. You were cool enough to respect the way that she feels, whether or not it's fair or not. That's not what is. What matters, what matters is, do you respect your partner's feelings? Whether it's right or wrong that she feels that that way, that she could fuck everyone else, but you can't. What are you going to say? Like, tell her not to feel that way. That's how she feels. And you were cool with it. And I think that that's, that's, that's great. That's why you guys work. If you want to send in pictures, I don't know. I asked, you know, if she knows if you want to send in pics, people for my Patreon, people always get anonymous pics of my guess if you feel like it. That's totally cool. If not, I totally understand. I'm really curious of what she's going to think of this episode when she hears it. Yeah, me too. Can't wait to listen to it with her. And we're probably going to make love to it or after. So it'll be, it'll be awesome. <laughs> All right. Let me know if you're going to send me pictures because I'll add that into my intro. Yes or no. Like if you don't, I won't add it in. Ask her if you can. But it's like anonymous pics, not X-rated pics. Like, you know, they could be sexy pics, whatever. People like to put like stuff like that too. But if not, it's fine. And this will definitely be up soon. Thank you so much for calling in and sharing your story. Well, thank you for letting me, Kathy. I had a great time, and you have a great, great evening. You too. Thanks, Smooch. Bye. Thanks. Bye.
Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.